Welcome back to episode five of the Lash Base podcast. Hopefully we still have a few listeners left because I had my solo episode in episode four. But good news, everybody. Someone is back. Lash Base Amy is back off of a holiday. (laughs) (laughs) That was terrible. That's Lash Base Amy, everybody. Right, today we are going to be serious. We're talking about lash artists' mental health. There are so many different problems that we all face together. So we want to talk through some of them and how you can manage and hopefully solve some of the more common ones. Right, let's do this. Hey everyone, I am back um, with Lash Base Jamie today. I um, hope he didn't bore you too much whilst I was away last week. (laughs) I did take um, a week off to um, relax and not think about work, which we'll go through in this episode. It is great to do that and I feel so refreshed um, and ready to work again. But you missed me. I missed working. (laughs) (laughs) I am a workaholic. Um, But yeah, it's good to be back and um, recording episode number five. I think that's the most I've ever spoke um, in the podcast before. So I'm going to take a minute and uh, pass you back to Lash Base Jamie and he's going to run through a few things. And before I do talk through some of the stuff, thank you, by the way, Amy, that was um, a grand total of 40 seconds of speaking (laughs) that you've, that is pretty good. Right. Anyway, sorry, serious, serious stuff. We've been talking before filming this. This is a, a really important episode to us. Um, and it is very serious, but we've uh, been having quite um, a, f- a funny day. And to try and bring it down to being serious right now, which we need to do because this is going to be uh, hopefully provide a lot of value for for some people. Um, it's it's quite hard to try and bring it back down to normal. So, what I'm going to do now, I need to tell you a very short story about a very typical day in a lash artist's life. Hopefully, it will give you um, a little perspective and be very relatable. Right. So picture this. You wake up at 7 a.m., four messages on your phone. Two of them are from regulars. One is from a potential new client, and one of them is from a family member. One of your regulars wants to move their appointment. The other wants to know what volume lashes are. The new client wants to know if they can book in at the weekend, and your family member is reminding you to bring salad to a barbecue this Saturday. Which, to be fair, in this weather, you're not having a barbecue this Saturday, but stay with me. So you reply as quickly as you can to all of them and you proceed to get ready for your first client of the day. So you quickly eat a bit of warm bread as the toaster was taking forever. You didn't have time for that. So you then continue to rush around, putting your hair up and clearing up last night's mess. Just as you finish that last mouthful, the doorbell goes. It's your first client of the day and she is still has last night's makeup on, which as we all know is an absolute pain when a client turns up with bloody makeup on. Now, after considering slamming the door in her face, you let her in and start washing the makeup off of her eyes so you can do your job properly. So the next two hours, they fly by. Client number one is done. Happy days. Right, time for a cuppa, right? Wrong. Client number two is half an hour early and wants you to start as soon as possible because she's in a rush. You reluctantly oblige and you decide that you'll just have to have a cuppa with lunch instead. Client number two is done. She's happy. She's off. She's out the door. Right. Lunchtime. So the kettle goes on. You open the fridge. Ding dong. That was me doing the doorbell, by the way. Someone's at the front door. You walk towards your front door. 
wondering <laughs> oh no sorry you're gonna have to bear with me on this story this went a lot better in my head so you walk towards the front door wondering if it's your latest order of lash products being delivered fingers crossed as you're running low and here's the person at the door hey i know i'm really early but i was in the area and wondered if you could squeeze me in now says the client that's not supposed to be due for another half an hour again you think about slamming the door in her face but you don't and she comes in for her appointment because what are you going to do turn them away make it seem awkward risk any any negativity so you say yes you shut the fridge door as you walk past and you grab a biscuit instead you then get started on client number three so client number three she's done she's very grateful she even rebooks for an infill which is great you look at your phone and you can see that somehow you're running behind even though client number three was early and your next client is due in just five minutes that's just enough time to have another biscuit and wait for client number four 15 minutes pass as you sit there swiveling on your lash stool. You look at your phone, no messages or calls. Half an hour has now passed. So that, this makes you angry as you could have had that, that lunch that you didn't have earlier in the time that she is now not there. So you decide to try and give her a ring, try and make sure everything's okay. No answer. So after an hour of waiting with client number four nowhere to be seen, you decide to start prepping for client number five as she's now due in half an hour's time. Half an hour of your time when you could have been earning money and working. So client number five turns up 10 minutes early. Not too bad. No, no big deal as you've been waiting around anyway. Just as you put the first iPad on, client number four turns up at your door. You explain to her that her appointment was half uh, or an hour and a half ago and that client number five is now in and that she has missed her appointment. Client number four kicks off and explains how she did text first thing this morning to change her time and that you agreed. You look at your phone and realise that this is true. As you now feel guilty, you apologise and book her in for the next available time that the client has, which happens to be Saturday at midday. You'll have to miss that family barbecue anyway. Everyone will understand, you think to yourself. Client number four leaves angry, but she, but at least she's rebooked, right? You then go back to crack on with client number five's lashes. And even though you do still feel angry at client number four, you're guilty, hungry, and also annoyed at yourself, client number five is done but she didn't rebook. You start thinking, is that because of the whole client number four incident? So now you're stressed, angry, hungry, feeling guilty, and also annoyed at yourself. But the light is at the end of the tunnel. Client number six, the last client of the day, and she's due any minute. Client number six arrives, and she's got her one-year-old child with her. Sorry, she says. I couldn't find a sitter. You don't mind though, right? You start to think about how many doors you could have slammed today, but you haven't. In, client, in comes client number six with her baby. Three hours pass with juggling lashes, baby wrangling, and having client number six vent about their life. Client number six leaves, lashes done, and she even rebooks. Nice. So you take a quick look at the time, and somehow it's 9 p.m. Five out of six clients have had nice lashes. You've eaten one warm bit of bread, two biscuits, and you're stressed, angry, guilty, and annoyed. You finally have that elusive cup of tea that you've been trying to have since 8am and then your phone starts to ring and vibrate. Client number two says that her lashes have already fallen out and that she wants a refund. Client number six has realised she needs to rearrange her infill and your family member is asking you if you can also bring some crisps to this barbecue that you still haven't told them you can no longer make. You have a bit of a back and forth with client number two. You find out that she went straight from her, her appointment to the sauna you try to explain what's happened, but she isn't happy and she wants a free appointment tomorrow. 
for some unknown reason, probably guilt, you rebook her for an after client number six the next day at 9 p.m. Client number six can't do the original time she asked for, and she suggested that you do a 7 a.m. appointment, otherwise she'll have to go elsewhere. You fear losing the client, so you agree. And you finally get around to telling your family that you can't make the barbecue due to work. Bearing in mind, you're not even being paid for this extra work because of the error. It's now 10.30 p.m. and you haven't even looked at your Instagram or Facebook business accounts. You decide to spend a bit of time uploading your latest work to keep your social media up to date. It's now 11.30 p.m. So you decide to have a quick bag of crisps, shower and go to bed. Remember, you've got clients first thing in the morning after all. So that is my story. And you have to repeat that story over and over again until you break. Now, I'm pretty sure that that is almost an average day of for a lash artist. Now, don't get me wrong. I understand that we all need to work to earn money and to live life. But sometimes we forget the balance. Uh, you may have heard this saying before, but it is something that I do live by. You work to live. You don't live to work. Now, that, I think, takes me to around about seven minutes of telling a story. So... I'm probably going to pass you over now to Lash Base Amy. I hope we've still got a few listeners um, after that story from Jamie. <laughs> um, Just quickly, I'm going to interrupt. By the way, if you are still listening and you enjoyed that story, please can you share the podcast and tag us both and let Amy know that you did enjoy that little story. That's if you're still listening. Sorry, Amy, carry on. We'll see how many people do. Yeah. Um, oh, but in all seriousness, the um, the story that we've just um, heard from Jamie did bring up a few um, problems that many lash artists come across. Yeah. Um, which we're going to hopefully now run through in more detail and give you ways to fix them, solve them, um, and ho- hopefully tackle. And manage them, yeah, that's, that's the plan. So... If- I know there was there was a purpose to the story that I have just told. So we're going to try and pick it apart and work through each little problem that most people have to deal with and then how you can solve them. Okay, we'll start with problem um, number one, um, which I'm sure a lot of you will um, relate to, um, is basically that we work too much. Well, lash artists work far too much. Too many hours affects their lives. Um, trying to squeeze people in in the hours that you really, really shouldn't be. Uh, so we want to try and help you and tell you a couple of things that that it's okay to say no. That is probably the main thing that we need to talk about. When you set boundaries and limits to the appointments that you can do, you will be so surprised about how that person that said they could only do 10 p.m. on a Tuesday night can somehow miraculously do a normal slot of 3pm on a Thursday instead. So I think the the fact where you're worried, it's your business, I get it. You, you want to make sure you can accommodate all the everyone and make as much money as you can. But if then that comes at the detriment to your actual personal life and your health, then is it really worth it? Good point. Um, next up, we'll talk about worrying about um, that you're not good enough. And it's something that I'm I'm terrible for. Um, so it doesn't, it's not just lash artists out there. It, so it's the, me too. The dreaded imposter syndrome. Yep. Where there's, I think many people suffer with this one. And that is when you see other people's work and then you look at your own and you just think, I'm, I'm not good enough. My work isn't as good as that. And comparing yourself to others um, 
is never it I, I don't see any benefit in why Not you would all, no. why you would look at someone else's work or someone something that someone else is doing and then make that have a negative impact mm. on you I think it maybe it's okay if you look and you see someone doing well and you understand that god fair play to them they they've really done they've tried hard to get where they are that also motivates me to do that however most people when you're looking at someone that's that is better than you or in your mind better than you you then you will only feel bad so I don't understand why that should ever be an option there's one thing that I always remind myself of if ever I start getting that sort of um, imposter syndrome or trying to compare myself to others and that is all of the people that you look up to whether that's in lashes or, or business or any or for me marketing all of those people that I look up to and that anyone listening looks up to remember those people were once beginners as well. They were never, they didn't just start and they were as good as they are now. They genuinely used to be worse than you are at yeah. this stage. I think as well, um, we we often do the throwback Thursdays uh, yeah, on the yeah, Lashbase yeah. Instagram and it just kind of um, reiterates, doesn't it, the... See, that, now, that, I, that is actually, we try and tell the Lashbase trainers to do this. It's a, it's a, great way to give a bit of confidence to students so if there's any trainers listening to this this is a good one what you should do when your students are in and they're doing their practicing go around and show them you should have it on your phone at all times go around and show them one of your pictures your first sets that you've ever done guaranteed one of your first as a trainer one of your first sets you ever did years ago yeah. is they're probably already better due to the the how good you are at teaching them they're probably doing sets that are all practicing better than you were when that, when you first started so I think the perspective and understanding that we're all at different parts of the of the journey our last journey mm -hmm. at the time is a great way to not compare yourself to yeah. others you just need to be reminded don't you every so often yeah definitely yeah so that's why you shouldn't compare yourself to others and I think another one of the big issues that you can come across when you're a lash artist uh, it's it's a lonely, lonely job at times because you are sat there on your own. Obviously, you've always got people in front of you that you're doing their lashes. But if they're deciding to have a little lash nap or if you don't know them too well, or even, I guess, when there's problems can arise in your business, that who is it you turn to? Who do you go to when you're trying to run a business by yourself? So I think the next thing that we should really talk about how to manage is the whole loneliness mm -hmm. side of it. Yeah, definitely. So if you're feeling lonely, what can you do? Wow. There are actually a number of things you could do. Um, go to events. There's a lot of social events out there for lash artists, um, including one that we're doing not in so distant future. Oh, the LBX party, yeah. The LBX yeah. party. Um, can't wait to see you, though, whoever's come in. Do you know what that is? That is the one of the main reasons that we wanted to do this get-together because it is, if you're always working on your own day to day we've got so many people that are coming to this lbx party that are just by coming by themselves and um, because we want to show everyone that there are so many other people in the same boat as you that you can talk to talk with relate to so yeah i think um definitely go in yeah go yeah. into more events i know some of them can cost quite a lot but they really really are worth the investment for both your mental health as well as actually learning lash related yeah, stuff yeah yeah definitely um also, social media, um, and I'm not talking marketing and such like it, it is a social media, it's a social platform, and we have just launched Team Lashbase, um, I don't know if 
you're you're aware of this or you're part of it but it is a great place to come and get involved in joining conversations um, with fellow lash artists some new some been in the industry quite a while um but everybody's there to have a chat really including myself and jamie oh it's absolutely it's it's a brilliant group for support so it's why we set it up again there's another place that everyone can join in you can ask all the questions because you'd be surprised how just being able to vent about an issue that you're having all of a sudden there's another hundred lash artists that have had exactly the same issue and they can let you know how they dealt with it it makes you feel less alone so yeah yeah, definitely and also don't think that um any um question might be a silly one because i'm sure other people have thought it as well um so do do get involved and ask questions and yeah we're all there to support you Okay, so you go to events, social media, the group, uh, Facebook groups and things like that. Um, But when it comes to the actual working side of it, uh, we were talking before we started recording this and we had another couple of ideas, really. One of them, if you really, really need to be working in and around people, there are plenty of salons around that will you can rent a space in the salon. This then means that you will always be around. It might not be lash artists, but you'll always be around other beauty therapists or hairdressers that will be doing something that you could talk to or talk to them, sorry, and relate to. So if those last three points you've not related to, um, I'm sure this next point that we're going to bring up, you definitely will relate to. Um, And basically, that's when you've got too much to do. Yeah, this is one that I think everybody could definitely relate to having when you're a lash artist you have got so much more to do than just the lashes Mm -hmm. for example me and amy we are the marketing team for lash base so our job is solely marketing i know we have a lot of it to do but we get to focus on marketing whereas as a lash artist you have to do lashes you have to also be good at marketing you have to also understand and know how to run a business um and all the accounts and everything else so you have to do everything and that in itself can cause so much stress and anxiety that there needs to be an answer for it. Definitely. Um, what is the answer? Um, there's a number of things you can do, um, but basically you just need to plan your day. You need to... Um, to-do lists. To, yeah, to-do lists. <laughs> I love a to-do list. To-do list. yeah. One th- we were talking about this morning. Every single day we come in, Amy and I make a to-do list. It, you can put everything down on paper and then organize it by priority, priorities if you want yeah. and then make sure you get each bit done as you go through the day so and tick it off because it's so good to that yes. that tick on that bit of paper is amazing <laughs> when that happens so that is that's definitely number one if you're too busy and you want um to try and find a way to manage how busy you are however sometimes there is just not enough hours in the day if there is not enough hours in the day then you're going to have to learn to let go. So whether that's delegating it to someone else that you get on board with you or outsourcing it, there are many people that you can pay to do a job for you. Like if you're into your lashes and just lashes, then get someone to do your accounts. Social media. Your social, yeah, get somebody to do your social media or at least help with it. You never need to be too busy to be able to focus on 
I think the saying that we use here at Lashbase again is you need to be working on the business, not for the business. So if you find yourself, you get stuck in that rut and you're just working for your own business rather than having the time to be able to work on it, which means that you can grow your business rather than just being stuck in a loop. Yeah, and there's another point that I think we we discussed as well beforehand is taking time each week and and um, have that time is like your time to plan your business. So maybe it'll be a Monday or a Friday or just yes, just yeah. a couple of hours that you could spend and and plan for the week or the the weeks after. I find so many lash artists try and fill every single hour of their day with lash clients and. I've said it before, I would I would drop one lash client to spend two hours doing marketing work Definitely. if I was a lash artist working all the time. I would probably drop another client so that I could spend a bit of time doing my uh, the other business side of things that you don't often get time for. So I think definitely structure, planning, understanding that everything running a business requires time. And there's only in a lash for a lash artist, the one way to make time is to lose a client. So unless you're fully booked, you should have the time to be able to put it in your diary and say, right, for these two hours, I'm going to work on my social media. But if you are full, I would consider one, raising your prices anyway. But two, I would then consider trying to drop a client in favor of being able to manage the rest of your business. You can probably hear in the background, that's my dog who has to come to work. We've shut him out and it's got to the stage in the afternoon where everybody's leaving. So he's now starting to kick off at them. Unfortunately, we're going to have to leave him barking in there. But we will move on to the last point that we want to talk about. And that is the anxiety that comes from competition. We covered it earlier in the stress of comparing yourself to others. But I want to speak seriously about the fact that a lot of lash artists can spend a lot of time just looking at the co local competition in their area, worrying what they're charging, worrying about the work that they're producing, rather than just focusing on themselves. And the, the, this one's the easiest one to fix. Stop looking at what the others are doing. If you just focus on yourself, it's there's no, it's it's not a race, as in there is no finish line. So there's no way that. It, all of a sudden it's going to go, right, this is the end. This person was first and this person came last. It is just ongoing. And as long as every single day you can try and improve your business, which, by the way, you definitely won't, you will have backward steps. That's completely normal. But if you can focus on your business and taking those baby steps, you'll suddenly look back and see how far you've come. Everybody's on different journeys. We've already said that. So if someone all of a sudden gets uh, busier, raises their prices or has better work or, or any, any of those silly things that you shouldn't even consider or look at, it just think it doesn't that none of that matters. You need to focus on yourself and focus on improving your own business, your own work. And you can only do that like I've just or we've just talked about. And that is by with structure and just patience. It all takes time. And that is the end of the episode. So this time we'll say goodbye. I am off to LA, which means we're going to try and get another episode recorded probably tomorrow, but it won't be released for a week. And then I'm going to try and pressure Amy into doing her own episode. 
but we'll see how that goes. So thanks again for listening. That was episode number five. If you want to catch up on the rest of them, please do. And join in the conversations um, across our Instagram accounts. That's at Lashbase underscore Jamie and at Lashbase underscore Amy. As well as please, please, please join our Facebook group. Just search Team Lashbase and we'll see you in a week.